I want it hammed. I want it hammed. Hard ham. I'm going to give you a John ham. You get, it's the fake smile that you got to have. Up and I'll do it. Not... <laughs> right. Hi, and welcome to the Bamf Report. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I'll do that again. I'm going to do that again. It's, it's close, but you've got to do all, like, there's a, a fine, like, condescending. Welcome to the Bamf Report. Oh, what <laughs> have you been up to? Is this your, yeah, is this your explaining speaking to someone? <laughs> Hi, it's, it's Hi. That's better. <laughs> Leave all of this in. Leave it all in. And welcome to the Bamford Roar, the only podcast on the internet where you can listen to three white guys talk shit. I don't know. There's probably quite a few of those. No, definitely not true. But you that can... was. But we'll we'll all get into that much later. We oh, will we? Oh, I, I can't wait! I can't wait! It's going to be a good show. Oh. it's going to be a great show. Tell, tell them what you've got for them, Ian. Tell them. I'm really hungover and can't deal with tell this right them. now. This week, we're talking Godzilla versus King Kong. Can't keep this up. That one more news report. I can't, Godzilla I can't, versus King I Kong. Oh, right, enough of that. I'm pulling a moratorium on that already. That's too much. That's too much. Uh, okay. So... <laughs> Yes, this week we're talking Godzilla versus King Kong, probably the rest of the Godzilla reboot series as well, because I've watched them all. Dan watched them all last week. Yes. Yeah, nodding is not good on a podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Like, <laughs> you watched them all last week, Drew? Dan? Yeah. Uh, all, all of them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> no, I watched them... Um, Drew's I watched, a nicey. I did. I watched them all. They were great. No, they weren't. I watched um I watched the first uh, Godzilla. Um and then I watched King of the Monsters. And I think I skipped out on Skull Island and just caught the the recap because that was my favourite of the lot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh and then I watched this new one and yeah, yeah, we'll get to that. Okay, we'll get into that. Anyway, so <laughs> let's talk about what we've been up to this week. Uh, uh, who's going to start? I'll start, you start, we start, let's all start. Uh, <laughs> you go. This week, I'll, I'll start. I'll start. What, I'm trying to remember what, what I did. What yeah. is this? Uh, I'm trying to, yeah, like, I was, I was saying to myself this week, oh, I'm going to make the podcast flow really well this week, and it's just fucking tanked. It's, it's slowly up. what's happening is everyone's losing that podcast politeness that we have and it's just dan's like i'm fucking i'm hung the fuck over <laughs> and so like, what have you been up to and he's like i don't know man i'm fucking i'm too tired i'm, I'm, I'm still oh. drunk i think i am could, have, could be could be oh dan's still drunk oh <laughs> we're all drunk we're all drunk on life isn't I'm that drunk, right you're drunk we're all drunk for your drunk <laughs> <laughs> And that's the level of humour you can't get anywhere else. I think we just lost okay. any new listeners. Just four ninety nine. Yeah. Well, I mean, this level of humour. The analytics this week were you three, so you know. <laughs> that's. Um, I, I'm not. I think um, Harley's uh, listening to it. We had a no. We had a. We had a lot. Um, like, 
18 listeners, but only three, like three full streams or something like that. Anyway, um, that's nobody cares about fucking what's behind the curtain. Um, this week, I that last been... one was like three hours long. I know. Sorry, sorry. It, we just should have done a top five. My bad. Uh, this week, to move on, I have been in dead space because I downloaded, uh, I downloaded, I got the EA Pass on Steam, so I've been playing through Dead Space 1, and that game is fucking fantastic. It's got some dated a little bit, like there's some bits in it that are a bit like, uh, shooting asteroids, uh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, you know, that, it's because that game is in fact dated. It's fucking 14 well, years yeah, old. No, it is, fuck it is, isn't it? That is a lot. That is an old game, but um, it still plays really well. Like the only problem I'm having with it is on PC they have this weird um, they don't they don't put raw mouse input in. It's kind of like oh, accelerated, yeah. which is really which is really fucking dumb. Because like whenever you move, it's kind of like Ugh, uh, and you just kind of sluggish and a bit, eh, which isn't I- ideal in a game where things run at you at high speed and you're having to precisely cut off limbs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, still creepy, still super creepy, still fucking great fun i'm really looking forward to getting into two where they've ironed out some of the like first first game issues what's that new horror game that he uh he's developing the dude who wrote the original or the oh, main fuck, developer on the, no... uh, on the original dead space he's doing some new horror game um that looks like it pretty much starts off in the same way as the second one the dude wakes up in a cell um and the guy in the cell next to him just his head splits open and it looks fucking gnarly i don't know what it is. Can't remember. Can't have that much of an impact. I'm literally going to Google it. I'm literally going to Google it right now. Glenn Schofield. Figuratively do it. Callisto, Callisto Callisto Protocol. Yeah, the Protocol. Yeah. Yeah, man. That game. That that game. That guy is... Got it in one. Third attempt. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So I've been playing that. I have been watching all of the Godzilla movies. Not all of the Godzilla movies, like the post-2014. I didn't watch Shin Godzilla, actually, so, you know, I have no comparison to the original style, I guess, but whatever. Um, I watched Falcon and the Winter Soldier this week. I watched the Turtles 1980s trilogy. Off the back of Drew. 1990s trilogy. Oh, my fucking bad. Sorry. Isn't the first one 89? 1990. Or 1991. Sure of it. Google that shit. I don't know. I could be wrong. I've I've, I've been known no, to be incorrect. Pro- it's that cusp period. I think of like things don't look nineties and they still look late eighties. I don't know. Who cares? Um, yeah, I watched all three of them and like like Drew said, the first one holds up pretty really really well. Like great movie. Um, the second one, I still <laughs> enjoy. I enjoy it, but it's bad. The fact that like David War- on- David Warner is in that movie. David fucking Warner is in that movie. <laughs> Is that the one with the not rock steady and Toke, bebop? Yeah. Tokar and Razor, yeah. Tokar and Razor, yeah. They're really cool. But it's got that, Tokar's got like really annoying line. Uh, I think he refers to, um, he just says like mum or something like that in a really childish baby. He goes mum? Yeah, that's the yeah. one. And every time he does it, I'm like, fuck off. They imprint on Shredder because like they're... Yeah, pop, Shredder gets really fucking annoyed, yeah, because they're babies. Uh, it's got vanilla ice in it. That's just what worked. Yeah, for the That's fucking vanilla ice. Bit. Do you know? Do you know vanilla Mind vanilla body. ice? Did it actually do a? He had a Ross Robinson produced new metal album in like two thousand one. Oh yeah, and it was yeah, it was 
if if you like new metal, I mean, not many people do, but it was pretty good if you like new metal. But you did Ice Ice Baby. Um, as yeah, it... I remember Glenn playing that in the Six One Common Room. Yeah, <laughs> that's literally what I was thinking about the other day. I was like, oh my god, I remember because we were playing Morning View, and Glenn was like, I've got, I've got like this Ice Ice Baby cover. I can't remember what it's called. So cold or too cold? I can't remember. <laughs> Uh, it's worth checking out if you really want to make your ears bleed. It's pretty good. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I watched those three. One's great. Two is less so, but you can have fun with it, I guess. Three is fucking awful. <laughs> like, what did this time? Tales in time uh, one. Yeah, the time where they go back one? to yeah. like feudal Japan and stuff like that, and it's got. I, fucking... I remember that one vaguely. It's got one of the guys from Hot Fuzz in it as a pirate, and he's a very, very English pirate man. Um, and Casey Jones, the actor, comes back and it's like, oh yeah, he wasn't in the sequel, but don't mention it. <laughs> Just like, oh, Casey Jones is here. He never left, except for that time when he wasn't here in the last movie. Shh. When they got Vanilla Ice instead. <laughs> no. Less, well, less. Have you seen his film? I've... It's called like um, Cool cool as Ice or something like that. Of course it he's is. Like part of this, it's, he's part of this like motorcycle gang and he rolls into this town and like... Basically, just fucking steals this guy's teenage daughter and just like fucking what? just enforces himself. I think that, I think that's just like a home video. <laughs> no, it's 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 like it's so disgustingly nineties, and it's got like a music video in the middle of the movie, and it's a proper full full leg feature movie, and it's got this back subplot of like mob mob guys trying to attack this guy this girl's parents fucking research or something like that it's fucking terrible and he is literally just like i'm vanilla ice for the entire movie that's his well, entire character the like, longevity of that know. line a dude's career can only last as far as you can make ice puns like once once he's made them all he's out of it so he's got one for the film he's got one for music there's got to be a chef one in there somewhere I, um... can you do a chef ice pun like, i don't know <sighs> Fucking off the top of my head. Yeah, I want one now. You're the host. Get on with it. He um whenever I think of him, I always think of the uh the guy in the in the memes that's like um we're like oh fuck, I can't remember his fucking name, but he's just a dumbass meme Jeff. Right trash guy. Meme Jeff, that's yeah, the yeah. one. It's like I think the most popular one is him like messaging his girlfriend and saying like where are you it's like i've come to see you in like <laughs> india and and she's like i live in indiana it's like where the fuck are you and there's a picture of him in india like what <laughs> it's just like that guy every um, time we've talked about i hear vanilla the phrase so where are you i i always picture tom DeLong, and i miss you <laughs> where are you <laughs> yeah, it fucking gets me every time oh <laughs> uh, uh, um tom so i've watched them i've done that Tom DeLong can get the fuck on. Um, <laughs> jog the fuck on, probably better ways for He's that. He's all right. I, I don't mind. Anyway. I don't, I've never met him. Yeah, cool. Uh, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I've been doing. That's what I've been doing this week. Telling Drew to just fucking move on. <laughs> um, uh, I watched Turtles movies. Last week, I watched Scott Pilgrim and I watched Spawn right after the uh, podcast. Okay, how, was like, how, far, Scott Pilgrim. how far back are we going now? <laughs> no, I just like because we couldn't talk about it last week. So like, yes, Scott Pilgrim's a great movie. I kind of put it in the at last episode. Um, Spawn is garbage, but I, it's Spawn. It is literally like Drew said. It is the character translated to the film. So you know, there's that. Um, Drew, what have you been doing this week? <sighs> well, um, 
the same shit as usual, just drawing little little fancy pictures, getting ready for the studio to open. I've uh, been working a lot, but um, yeah, it's pretty nice. Yeah, it's flash stuff. Uh, I, I don't know. That's about it. But no, I watched um, a film yesterday, which I feel that not many people are really going to watch and take with any any level of credit. But it's called Accident Man, and it's got okay. <laughs> it's yeah it's because it's some it's a scott adkins movie right and i've got a soft spot and a few hard ones for scott adkins i think he's brilliant and i think he should have been few yeah he's, he's just he's an amazing he's the van damme of this generation you know how van damme came and everyone was about how good the fight yeah. scenes were like blood spot whatever he's he's like that um so it's a film with him a few other choice actors got ray stevenson in it but it's mainly uh stuntmen and famous martial artists uh, it's got Michael J. White in it. Ray Park is in it. Um, it's a bit of a Deadpool ripoff, but set in the real world. But it's it's so fucking cool. He plays such a fucking hard ass. Uh, I watched that the other night. Um, that I can highly recommend that. Other than that, nothing. I don't. I haven't. I haven't done anything. It's, it's weeks are just flowing, flowing in for the other ones. I I get up and then it's Groundhog Day again. Yeah. Accident Man sounds like a Japanese game show. It's actually, yeah, it, it was does. actually, I, totally I had no idea. It was based on a comic. Um, as the credits were going, it said based on a comic uh, by some dude and another one. Um, <laughs> oh, the famous credit duo. Some yeah, another one. The, the famous, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Credit. Uh, well, I, I, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to look around to see if there's anywhere I can find out we're, their names. We're through it. We're no, but there's I, I can't. Gibbons and, I can't. Gibbons and more. <laughs> I, I we'll just make it up. Um, girl and power that were their names, and they were really good. Um, you just looked at your spy skills poster. I lit. <laughs> I literally looked at the playlist I'm listening to on uh, Spotify. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Girl and power. Well, it's, it's called <laughs> girl power. It's it's just girl power with no vowels. I didn't make the playlist, so I don't make the rules. Um, is that what the, is that the full playlist? Girl, pu- girl, purr with new rules. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wish it was. Uh, I'm going to spend the day oh. after this talking with no vowels. See how far it gets me. No, yeah, don't do it here because it makes for a terrible podcast. It would make for a terrible um, day, and we're for me. bad enough. Yeah, we're bad enough as it is. Yeah, that, so, that's pretty much yeah, all I, I, saw... I watched the film, and that film was definitely a film that happened. And um... <laughs> the, the the high praise, <laughs> high praise indeed. <laughs> this is definitely a movie that I saw, and <laughs> I went to work like everyone else. I went to work. actually not everyone else. A lot of people stayed at home. Yeah. And I don't know, said so they were working from home, but just jerk off constantly. Like, that's what happens, right? No one's actually just stayed at home and actually worked from home. Everyone's just jerking off constantly. Like, that's got to be it. That's got to be it. There's got to be, there's something there. There's, there's got to, what? It's a movie podcast, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, that's a good say. Um, welcome to the inside of Drew's mind, listeners. It's, it's um, been a long morning. I've been up. I saw, um, I saw... Yeah, it has been a long morning for you. Um, and not that I'd know. I saw your art on Instagram, and like, yeah, it's good, man. Like, it's like it's very tattoo-y, which is obviously the point. Like, I was. Like, oh, that yeah, that's um. So, in order to start, one of the things I was that was discussed with me, I'm sure every every studio will do it different. 
but one of the main factors is you've got to obviously learn the fundamentals. So you've got lining, then you've got shading, color packing, all sort of, all, all things like that. Yeah. So you, you've got to try and do um, really just, uh, especially as an apprentice, things that they might not be want what you want to draw. Because if I had the option, I'd just draw a pyramid head fucking days it'd just be nothing but like pyramid head and all this fucking can bullshit. i get a sunflower on my arm yeah sure pyramid. yeah exactly <laughs> what, you, what you're getting is a pyramid head Ripping you're not leaving until on. you've got a pyramid head anyway so the point is um you got to do like really simple like basic little designs that are easily tattooable um and there's loads of little ideas you can get off the internet that you sort of copy for free this free flash of hands holding flowers and things like that um which i should be doing and by rights i should be doing but i'm I keep trying to do like things that I like, whatever. It's really stupid. I keep getting it wrong. I should probably put my head in the game a little more, but yeah, they're not bad. They're just really quick little tattoo things. You can have like, you go in, they're done well, in you've got, to, you've got to practice. Um, you've got to realize though as well that you've been probably out of the shop and out of basically out of your apprenticeship for like what a year. I started the apprenticeship, uh, like July, August, July. Um, so I've been out of that for a few yeah. months. But you do all sorts of, yeah. you know, you, you know, you play with the machine and say so play with it. You, you get to know how it works. Um, you yeah. know, front spring tension, back spring tensions, all of that, all the things that you can, the, the theory behind it. Um, but yeah, it's by the by. It's a movie podcast. I don't want to talk. I don't want to talk my dick. No, I just wanted to. It was. <laughs> it's good. It's <laughs> like, you know, you can see that it's it's very, it's like tattoo stuff. You know, it's like your art is your art, but then it's like like get learning the skill of like draw, drawing an actual tattoo compared to just drawing art yeah which, yeah that's, you know, it's completely it's, it's different step step. and uh i like the uh the the t-rex reading a t-rex porno <laughs> i can only imagine <laughs> yeah <laughs> titled sexy rexes <laughs> i didn't i Fucking couldn't hell. i couldn't think i didn't want to just draw a, a nice little jolly t-rex doing something it should have been like should have been like um Rexler. <laughs> yeah, I could. I'll do another one. I'll do, like, I'll do like a detect, detective Rexler or something, and do one with a hand. Anyway, cool. Um, Dan, <laughs> thanks. Spill. No, it's good work, man. Support, support to you and yours. Uh, Dan, what have you been up to? I have. What have I done? What have I done? Um, start the new job. That's I... all right. Um. Media-wise, yeah, like I said, I've uh, watched all of the, I say all of the the Lionsgate Godzilla films, apart from the first one, because you don't see Godzilla for until like the last 20 it's minutes. So, it's so bad. Yeah, it's just following Aaron Taylor Watts' face around as he goes from unlikely scenario to unlikely scenario. It's the forest dump of Godzilla. Stupid. Yeah, we'll get to that anyway. Um, yeah, so I did that. Um, I've been playing Control uh, on PS5. Um because I didn't finish it the first time I tried to play it on PS4 last year, uh, because something new and shiny came out and I got distracted from Final Fantasy VII. And yeah, so I've been revisiting that and actually progressing through it. It's good, it's enjoyable, it's very weird, very abstract, um, but it's also the best Star Wars game that isn't a Star Wars game in terms of the superpowers. It's very cool, like just being able to rip concrete off a wall and use it as a shield and then launch it at your enemy sort of thing that's quite fun i've been doing that for fucking years mate (laughs) did that last week um (laughs) do it every day that's what what i'm doing now (laughs) um so yeah yeah that's that's pretty much what i've done and then i got very drunk last night um at a barbecue um in the garden 
because well, you wouldn't have one anywhere else, really, would you? Um, <laughs> I would. Get a barbecue in the lounge. I have mine in a tent. <clears throat> get those fumes going, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. And now I'm just, I, I'm just, I'm just hanging over and struggling to deal with Drew. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's been that's that's been a, that's been a lifetime goal. That is struggling to deal with Drew. You can write a fucking book on. Uh, it. Fuck uh, off. Cool. Um, <laughs> it's only midday. <laughs> <laughs> what's with yeah, um, all the abuse? Uh, I um, I I started Control on PS5 as well because I wanted to play through it on there and then play through the DLC. And um, yeah, you're right. It's Control is really fucking good. Like the uh, the powers, the the fucking weird like Twin Peaksness of it, everything. Yeah. Like the fucking. What like Swedish or Finnish janitor <laughs> is fucking oh, Swedish, yeah. Swedish, arty, arty, Swedish, Swedish. My bum is on He's the Swedish. Fucking... Swedish. <laughs> the fuck? Don't you remember that? <laughs> so... Oh yeah, I remember. I remember. <laughs> they remember. Yeah, uh, he, uh, they're all been destroyed. It, like. <laughs> I gotta edit this later. Today's one of those where we've we've all we've all watched Godzilla. That's pretty much it. That's about yeah. my aim. That's cool. Um, <laughs> ah. I won't. We won't talk so much about. We won't talk about Falcon and the Winter Soldier this week because Dan hasn't watched it. I have. I'll say it's. Um, Can I guess? Building Am up I allowed to something. Guess? <laughs> Go on. Uh, are they building up to something? I don't know where I got that information. Uh, would you be- <laughs> would you believe that it just it's really like setting up a lot of groundwork for like something um, else, the larger story and like tying in a lot of stuff. Fuck! How can you talk? It's like how do you talk about stuff without spoilers? Um, it's good. Fuck it. Just like watch it. <laughs> watch it. It's good. Sold. New stuff develops because it's a TV show, and stuff develops because it's a TV show. It's got some good funny stuff in it, and uh, Bucky. Gets out his like a game at one point. Yeah, got a bit of Bucky in there. Got a bit, bit of Falcon, a bit of the Winter Soldier. You know, <laughs> but um, there's a great Bucky fight scene in it. That's like him just kind of like wrecking shop, which is really good. But um, always good to see. Yeah, definitely with stay, sticking with in the few in the future. I don't want your future. I will. I will check oh, it out. No, you, you won't. won't. You like fuck. Absolutely Dan will. You won't. You won't. Fucking dick. <laughs> Okay, so Godzilla vs. Kong. So to set up the the universe, as it were, Godzilla 2014 came out to much air. <laughs> I mean, I went. To, I remember going to the cinema to see it, and I was like, "Oh, this is gonna new Godzilla movie. This would be fucking tight." And then sitting through and going, "Wow, I saw all of like eight minutes of Godzilla in that. Awesome. Fuck. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. total I mean? shit. But that it's, that um, one is, I think, the, the only one out of the lot which got the the perspective and the scale right of how you should view them that was my biggest issue with is with the uh, the newest one especially is there was no sense of yeah, scale and the scale way. felt all over the place with how big these things were yeah it was um yeah go on anyway there's like, a, the, the corridor the corridor crew guys whenever they do their cgi artists react or vfx artists react they always go on about like when things are big they need to be like like having having camera angles that look like they're human. realistic camera yeah. angles like yeah from the ground or from like inside a building or something really sells the scale and like um 
the animals need to kind of animals monsters need to kind of be like when when things are big it tend they tend to move slowly because of like mass and acceleration and stuff like that but um <clears throat> yeah so like the first one between uh what are they call mutos the muto mutos and godzilla the fights between them are really kind of cool when you see like glimpses of like the black monster on the dead black night sky and like there's no fucking lights and it's like oh okay i can roughly make out what's kind of going on here um yeah the fucking the uh maximoff twins being a couple is a bit weird <laughs> immediately after oh, age of ultron yeah. <laughs> and it's just like their 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 little fucking hollywood i'm telling you human drama yeah <laughs> their the human drama is human drama i mean you need to have some element of it in the story i guess to have a to have that human perspective but it just spent they spent so fucking much of that film just being like aaron taylor johnson hates brian cranston because reasons and he's a bit mental yeah and it's like uh things are happening with the people and the people and the military are going to fire nuclear weapons at this thing that they've been told six times feeds on nuclear energy well the newest one wasn't much better (laughs) it was like an entire metaphor for hollywood three children got themselves involved in a job which they were far too inexperienced for get off get off get off the children (laughs) just get off the kids please for the love of god it's hollywood (laughs) they're they're obsessed with fucking uh, these annoying tropes fucking hell um yes well yes okay so that was 2014 and it was widely kind of like shunned for being like not enough godzilla and all this kind of stuff and then king of the monsters what was like four years later wasn't it yeah it's kong skull island next then king of the monsters king of the monsters oh, came skull out, island. Like, two years ago yeah skull, skull island, island i think is 2017 yeah that's definitely the best one of the lot i think yeah yeah, like it's, 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 uh, the setting does a lot of work there, I think, because you've got that proper yeah. sort of post-Vietnam War movie feel to it. Uh, well, it's set right after Vietnam, yeah. literally, as they're setting up shop and fucking off home. But um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I really, really like uh, Skull Island. I've seen it a few times now. Yeah, it's, it's, I'd say it's definitely the best one. Like, the cast of characters in it are really good. Like, Tom Hiddleston being, like, generic British action guy is a bit, you know, like, they are all kind of tropey because it's a movie of movies and movies are all tropes like drew will no doubt tell us about later on like samuel jackson is like w- like really well performed insane you know what i mean like he just goes off the deep end so fucking quickly in this movie and so done so well that it's like it's really cool like interesting to watch um the monsters in it like not just king kong but like the fucking weird bamboo spider thing and the fucking oh, skull yeah. fucking immense it was and really like, good it was a really good movie yeah it's also got um, the best death in the entire sort of franchise which is that sort of crazy guy who goes up towards the skull crawler with the grenades in his hands <laughs> and he's just sort of like come on come on come on you son of a bitch and then it just like smacks him he flies off to a cliff and <laughs> blows up and <laughs> it's like oh but it's got this it's the noble sacrifice heel turn yeah yeah and the thing that makes it work so well is because they they play it so straight because the music's really really emotional still even when he's hilariously flying off into a cliff face in the yeah. distance and then just becomes like a little puff sort of thing <laughs> oh i love is. that scene so I'm, much i remember look, watching that and going like oh i because i remember it and i was like oh here it comes 
Bobo sacrificed like uh drops his AK forty seven he stole from some farmer and like we we brought the war to them. Farmers didn't know how to shoot guns until we turned up and he drops his symbolic AK. He's like, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this. And the skullcrow is like, fuck you guy. <laughs> 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 It's like, <laughs> just like genius, it. absolutely genius. Um, Brie Larson in it is good, but like no photographer has ever took one picture of what they're looking at ever. They've never gone. I'll take a picture of this. Click. Ah, lovely picture. <laughs> and she does that yeah. all throughout the movie. It's like every time she takes a picture, it's like, and one picture that'll do. I'm sure the brightness and the exposure will be perfect. <laughs> you know I mean, it's like I know it's film, but like, come on, she's just like. Every single like she sets up these shots, and it's like whenever I've seen or heard a cat, uh, a photographer in real life, it's just like click, 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 click. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I think it's they're, they're like her and Tom Hiddleston were definitely just just there. They were just picking up their checks. Yeah, their performances feel like I think they, they were, were bad yeah. performances. They were just very so I couldn't tell you what they're called, the names of their characters. No, I neither. honestly don't know, and I've seen that film like several times now. Think, um, but um, yeah, they're I mean, what. Tom Hiddleston was still like riding high on Avengers sort of like success. And I think around the time Brie Larson had just been cast or it was, oh. it, it was announced sort of around that sort of time. Cause that's when yeah. I started paying a bit more attention to her work because um, I obviously saw her in, uh, in that. She was in Free in, Fire. Uh, Free Fire as well. Yeah. And she's in Scott Pilgrim that's too. That's a good film. I saw that. I yeah, that's really there. good. Yeah. So like, it's just, it's just a really well, and well-written movie of like just about the concept of a giant ape and like and it's 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 natural habitat and like like that um john c mcginley or no that's you're thinking john, john c, c. riley i'm thinking the dude from john c. john c riley john, john c riley's great in it and um fucking i can't i i don't know why i've blanked on the other guy's name the fucking the guy from roseanne what's his name john goodman john goodman, john goodman. that's the fucking one both of those Guys, yeah. fucking brilliant. But John C. Riley absolutely steals that fucking movie. Any scene that he's in in that movie is just fucking genius. He just like oh the thing is like ah, we're all gonna <laughs> die. Ah, ah, just and it's just like maniacally. They're talking about Kong and like oh they like Kong is God here. And it's like oh well these is like they're 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 the things that killed his ancestors. Man, they're really evil and demon and like scary. We call them. Skull crawlers, and they're like, "Oh, skull crawlers!" It's like, what do you want? I just, I just came up with it now. I mean, they're they got skulls and they're crawly. They're scary. What? Give me a break! <laughs> and it's like, and his <laughs> his leather jacket says "Good for your health" on it, which is just a yeah. great callback. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. And it's just oh, his whole like con like the boat like and fuck it like it's like is this thing gonna float? It's like me and. But uh, the, the Japanese guy that they crashed on the island with was like, we spent 15 years building this boat together. Fuck you. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, it'll fucking float. Kiss my ass. Just help me with this engine, you dick. But no, he's fucking brilliant. Kongskull Island, definitely the best of the lot. Um, King of the Monsters was a much better Godzilla movie because it was like, yeah. it had Godzilla in it for a start, which is helpful. And it had like a real rogues gallery, I guess, of like all the monsters and. Adora and like the concept is really good. They didn't really focus too much on like the human aspect of it, but like Charles Charles Dance and that really does like ham it up like fuck and it's really good. Oh god, yeah. But you didn't watch that recently, did you? Yeah, uh... King of the Monsters. Yeah. No, I did. I didn't watch Skull Island. Oh, that was it. Yeah. 
I know you're a big Charles Dance fan. I am. I do like a bit of Charles Dance, but uh, I thought that film that I, well, you know, what I think about shit like that. It's just a mess. It's, you can't. They made the same mistakes again. Like they got the scale right, right? Yeah. Yeah, which is fine. And I can eat by every fucking girl. They got the scale right. No, it's fine. <laughs> but you can't just have <laughs> giant dark monsters fighting in smoke and clouds. And what is it yeah. about this fucking idea that every time there's one of these fucking monsters popping up, we've got to send a fighter jet with instructions that have clearly been given to the pilot, <laughs> which should get get in as close as possible. Get in. They've got <laughs> missiles, yeah. which the whole purpose is you can fire them from somewhere else. Like, I'm going to stick the kettle on. That thing is gone. But instead, the fighter pilots are like, I've got to get in that massive thing over there. I don't want to miss it. Don't want to miss it. So I'm going to get right in. And I'm like, what are you doing? Also, I don't know. I don't know what it is about these films, but they just they constantly I said having everything scream like every monster just scream every two seconds. That was what iconic, isn't it? I know it's, it's iconic. Uh, cool. But it's it's they, they make a point of having them scream every two seconds. And it's like every cool shot. When you think, oh, they could they could get to these guys actually fighting and go and fight somewhere where I can see what's going on, not not fight in a in a rain cloud and then have some lightning and then have them fight in shadow so you can only see the shadows and the lightning. I don't know what these fucking things are like in real life. So show me, don't don't show me them hidden in a rain cloud when they're all tangled when this thing's got like fucking three necks. So yeah, like I thought it was a good film. I did really like. The fact that King of the Monsters really... Really? Did you think yeah. that? Because it doesn't sound I, I know, like it did. I know. I, I like the fact that it lent in to the nonsense and the bullshit of, like, they just went, it's from space yeah. now. Like, they didn't go, yeah. oh, these things... They just went, it's, it's from space. Came from space. And everyone went, space? Space is all right? Yeah, yeah. But cool, space. <laughs> but all this thing where the humans are like, we've got to let them do our thing. No, you fucking haven't. They're going to do it anyway. But you don't act like yeah. you're the... We're going to let them, we need to let them do this. It's for nature. No. And they're acting like Godzilla's some sort of savior. He keeps trampling on cities so he can go and pick a fight with That's the guy next door. If I went, I if say, I wanted to go and fight like, with the neighbor <laughs> three doors down, so I charged through each one of the houses, like, in succession. If I just burst through the wall into my neighbor's house and he's like, what the fuck are you doing? And I'm going to, I want to fight the neighbor across, just down the hall, you know what I mean? And then just barge through his living room, said the same thing to the next guy. I want to go... What a dick. No one would go, what a hero. He's doing, he's, he's saving, he's saving the neighborhood. Everyone would be like, this shit is expensive. Man. Can we just stay in the water, you prat? Anyway, no, I yeah, did. I, I did. was going to say, like. I did enjoy the movie. <laughs> I thought it was, leaning into all that and all the nonsense of it was really, really cool idea. I thought it was a uh, good fun. I thought it was cool actually seeing Godzilla do something, I guess, would be the best way. Not just, like, walk through an yeah. airport a bit, which he did in, like, 2014. <laughs> like, you see his foot in an airport, yeah. and then they're like, sweet, you you know he's at an airport. That's Godzilla. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Godzilla's, he's, he's at an airport. Um, yeah. Classic stuff. But in... I know, I do know what you mean. Like, there's, they're, when, they're, when they talk about, like, oh, we need to let them do this because Godzilla needs to become the dominant force again over Ghidorah or whatever, and it's like, yeah, but how many billions of people have just been sacrificed for this concept? Yeah. Like, you're just like, oh, it's, 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 it's some, I'd prefer it if fucking... the dude was legit and he didn't go, like, try and wise it up a bit and was like, let them fight. Because he wanted to see some yeah. huge fight and just went, this is going to look sick. I want to see this. <laughs> like, don't stop them. 
just fucking let this happen because this is going to be but even if you went stop them who's going to go yeah all right yeah i'll we'll do that yeah, what what how yeah what what are we going to do films also, that film's also got like my favorite one of my favorite lines in the entire franchise because it's so sort of realistic in terms of what i would probably do and it's so fucking dumb it's when they go like my god and then one guy goes zilla <laughs> <laughs> yeah i remember <laughs> Some guy on the other end of the room goes, Zilla! Like, that is um, the sort of stupid shit I would do. That's from the West Wing. Fuck. It's, um, it's Peralta's dad. Yeah, that's yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Brooklyn Nine-Nine, isn't it? Yeah. And he does it so sincerely. He's like, my God, Dick. Zilla. <laughs> it's like, fucking. It's like, you'd, everyone would just look at him. He's like, I've been waiting for that setup all everyone day. Everyone would have just looked at him and gone, dude, what? <laughs> like, fuck off. <laughs> do you even yeah, work it? Um, yeah. Yeah, definitely does it, does it better. Than 2014, but that's a low fucking bar. But again, like, like they just destroy all of like Boston or something like that. Like they just fucking ruin fucking Boston, and they just fucking like total loads of fucking cities all over the planet. And like, yeah, okay, I guess that's the consequences of having a giant action film, a giant monster movie. But like, just like, like people don't even kind of like acknowledge it, which is what something I was going to bring up about the new one is like. Nobody kind of acknowledges the fact that like millions and millions of people are going to die in these situations. Yeah, they, <laughs> I mean, they, the, the they closest, get round it the in the new one. Get, yeah, the closest you get is like in in the very beginning of King of the Monsters, the dad is in the middle of San Francisco from 2014 and his like son gets killed. It's like, that's okay, that's one perspective out of like a million, I guess. So that means that there are human consequences and that's kind of as much as they know, they talk about it for the rest of the franchise. Well, they get right in the new one, they get rounded by in the space of like 15 minutes, evacuating the entirety of Hong Kong. Like, cause they're like, I oh, didn't even yeah. see, I didn't so they evacuate them all, but it's, so the Hong Kong was empty when they fight apparently um, the hong kong the hong kong the hong kong is empty when when they uh, <laughs> the hong kong bar in hong uh, kong <laughs> the uh, the hong the hong konger hong kong is is a uh, is, is empty, <laughs> empty apparently when they fight but they just put out some like beacon they're like quick everyone get to your, your muto bunkers and everyone's like oh sweet on it plus another thing san francisco bay i i fucking i googled this right i know it's not in the movie but i googled this because i i thought there's one thing that's really fucking me off about this these movies and it fucks me off to a massive degree. And I know you've got to turn your brain off and just let it go. But it's the fact that Godzilla can swim from seemingly 500 meters. And then he, what does he bring with him? Like a, a standing platform that he's got that he can just suddenly walk on. And then he's walking like tw in 20 feet worth of water. And then he just swims down to the bottom again. And I'm like, so I Googled this and I was like, how deep, how deep is San Francisco yeah, but... Bay? It's fucking 20 feet. <laughs> it's 20 feet deep. You couldn't, you couldn't sneak up under that bridge. <laughs> you couldn't do it. Yeah. But no, I can't. I just so, can't. Pacific Rim had that problem though, didn't it? With, with um, and in, in that first scene with the uh, where Gypsy Danger comes out of the water. Yeah. And like, even then he's holding the boat, and then they're fighting at like waist height suddenly in the middle of like the sea. <laughs> it's just like it must have just been, yeah, like it, really, it really shallow, does my head in. Like, I know it makes swimming like that sort of action days. sequence, but I think you'll. You'll ground these things a lot better, I think, if you can find a way to make, to do that action scene in a way that doesn't have those questions asked. Because the thing is, you, you can just turn your brain off and it's gone. And you go, well, it's an action movie. There's robots and you're arguing about the depth of the sea. Yeah, because I know what the depth of the sea is. 
Like I know that out there is pretty deep, and I know that because it's out there. It's the deep sea. It's the deep ocean. So what? That, so just see that famous uh, Disney song, isn't it? Depth of the sea. Yeah, what, is it? <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that's, the, that's the totally reasonable response to that joke of just dead silence. Yeah, thanks. And I mean, that was just it. Yeah, I, I mean, I've got no major. I've got my gripes with any of these films. They're, they're usually just a, from a creative standpoint, like the um, the idea of scale and things like that. Godzilla's scale seems to change so much because I, I, I have a lot of spare time yeah. for this shit, so I Google it. Godzilla is supposed to be like 103 meters or something like that, averaging in these movies. And on some occasions, he's big enough that you can stand on one of these, uh, 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 you know, fighter jet carriers. And then in other times, his tail is like big enough to swoop out the ocean and crush like five of them in succession or whatever it is. So this, yeah. the scale just goes up and down. And it, it just it bothers my head because I can't quite it doesn't give you anything to sort of grasp onto. I don't think did when you, you when uh, you, it's because your big brain. It's no, it's not that. I think Pacific Rim did it perfectly. Is they did all the annoying water shit. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, me and Dan, big fans of that movie. (laughs) I can't watch it. You guys guys killed that movie for me. Every time I go to watch it. Got my Kydris behind me. Every time I go to watch it, I'm like, oh, Drew and Dan. And I just can't start it because of you two. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's. Dan is holding up a Pacific Rim mech to the camera. With a light. A gypsy danger, no less. What is that? Gypsy danger. Gypsy danger. Yeah. I think they, yeah. The only thing, they get the scale in the that. Thing right. like about, the best thing I like about Pacific Rim, just to stop Drew from talking for a minute, <laughs> is uh, the Australian one's called Striker Eureka. <laughs> yeah, it's the best one. It's just okay. like, the, like, we need, Striker we need two Eureka. Aussie words. <laughs> uh, Striker Eureka. Bloody brilliant, mate. <laughs> That's what Cockney said. Yeah, go on, Drew. No, that's pretty much it. Um, that, that's, they're the only criticisms I have with these. I think Pacific Rim did it well. They did that whole getting a perspective and you shoot from either low down or somewhere that feels like a natural vantage point. But as soon as you don't do that, like the scene at the end of King of the Monsters, spoilers for anyone that hasn't seen it, they have a fight, didn't you know? Um, where they're in, this, in a city, if you, you couldn't have guessed that one either, um, is it, it looked really cool, but there was no... Once you see Godzilla sort of running and charging through buildings, like... On all fours at God, uh, King Kong. Yeah. It didn't feel like anything big. It didn't feel like they were big things that were having a fight. And yeah. I guess I, so, I um, guess it's kind of difficult to film that, but some things work, some don't. King of the Monsters is definitely the better Godzilla movie so far, but it's not the best of them. Well, I mean, it's the best like Godzilla Godzilla movie out of the two. I guess, unless you watch Shin Godzilla, which Shin Godzilla on Netflix is supposed to be really fucking good, but I haven't seen it. Godzilla versus King Kong, to get the title right for once. Um, spoilers for Godzilla versus King Kong up ahead. I really, I liked it. It like didn't break a island for me at all. Like, King Kong is good in it. Like, like the con- like King Kong as a character, I guess, is the better of the better of the characters. Of the monsters in that film, Godzilla seems a bit like a petulant child, but like, <clears throat> yeah, it's just there's a lot of setup for it, and just like things just kind of be like, which is, I guess, what you want. Things just kind of get moved along just to get to the point where they all fight, which is what people kind of really pay the money for. But like, there were choices made in that film that just didn't make any fucking sense to me whatsoever. Just like, and like, 
they finally acknowledge the whole hollow earth theory of just like they've been talking about it since Godzilla, not Godzilla, yeah, Godzilla one, twenty fourteen, of like Godzilla can. They say in that I one, think I so because he can travel. Kong Skull Island. They... No, because I think in Godzilla one they talk about how he can get from one side of the planet to the other really quickly, and it's like because oh, he can right, go okay. through all these tunnels and stuff. I think it's in the first one. Um, but that's kind of it. It's kind of like a throwaway, throwaway kind of like line. And then in King of the Monsters, they really fucking dive in on it. And in this one, they go all out on it to try and discover that there's like this journey to the center of the Earth ecosystem in the core of Earth, which with sunlight and like yeah. Yeah. rain and stuff, which is a bit like, yeah, okay, that's that's a thing. And like King Kong goes, they they send him down there because um he's been kept in captivity on skull island in this like fake um they say in the beginning it is fake kind of like environment holographic environment the truman show talk about how he yeah. basically yeah there's a truman show thing and they talk about how he's grown so much which answers the question of like godzilla's tiny compared um king kong's tiny compared to godzilla and they talk about how oh, he's grown since the 70s but like they humanize kong by Bringing in this little deaf child. Yeah. Like, oh, it turns out sake, the, yeah. Deaf the deaf child has taught King Kong sign language. It's like, okay, that means you can communicate with one of the monsters, which is probably a bit ideal to get motivations, I guess. And it's like, this evil tech company is like, fucking, we need King Kong to guide us to the center of the earth because power. <laughs> yeah, like, that, that's another thing. The, having that yeah. deaf girl, like, like the first thing that occurred to me, she is wearing a necklace full of animal teeth while living <laughs> in like the middle of New York. Like, what has she been killing to get all that shit? Oh, she lives on. She oh, lives on. Did she, she lives. Did she live she on Skull Island? She lives right. on Skull Island. I, can, I completely yeah. must have glossed over that in my staring at the necklace time. But yeah, the um that that trope of yeah, she's one I of the really didn't like that. It's it's again that I think Hollywood's it's that knack of just getting. Trying to get to your inner child by just having this moment where only the, the the child can talk to the big monster. Just have a professional do it. Just have a professional be like, "Yeah, I've yeah. been learning sign Beautiful. language for years. I'm I'm on this team because I study monsters, and the insurance to have a child around this thing would be astronomical. Like, we don't have that sort of money. The concept of teaching a, a gorilla sign language isn't new. Like no. Coco the gorilla could speak in sign language quite fluently. And it's like, you'd think somebody would go, oh, this guy seems to be quite intelligent because it's it can distinguish a lot of things from like previous encounters and stuff. And it's like, he knows the difference between pr protecting people and killing monsters and things like that. He's quite an intelligent species. I'm sure once somebody could teach him sign language and you just would have a professional person just sat in the enclosure, go up to Kong and be like, just go through the motions with it. You know what I mean? You wouldn't need to get a child to do that. But like Drew said, it's it's a, it's a movies trying to hit that emotional resonance of like a small child the innocence of youth can connecting there's a handful of tropes yeah, at the start that, that did uh I've, I've got this habit now um i think i think my secret because i watched so many films but i've got this habit now of as soon as a film like this uh that's supposed to be about a bombastic or big event or a, a big temple thing they try and show you something horrific or monstrous but they do it over some sappy old music like some jolly old, oh, I was going down to the store and it was all great, but they're showing like horrific imagery over the top. You know, I think it's like really Quentin Tarantino-esque style thing to do. But I'm so over that. Like it's, as soon as I see that, I think yeah. I know 
I know the ideas that this dude who's come up with that one is going to have throughout the rest of the movie. And you, you get those. You get the, the Transformers dude who's crazy paranoid about the government. And, oh, my God, you're not going to believe it. And you go, right, so everything yeah. he said is going to come true because it's annoying yeah, already. Also, why, yeah. why on earth is, is that still a thing that people have what seem like ordinary jobs in an office, but yet they're in a bunker that has no windows and only has neon green and blue lights? And one computer which controls everything and is full of armed guards, but they're still happy to go to work and don't question any of that until something weird happens. Like, you just, if you went into yeah. tomorrow and everyone there was armed, you'd be like, this is a bit fucking weird, isn't it? Um, so it's little tropes like that which I think spoil films like this. But I think on the plus side of that, having said that, they didn't spend any time or they spent as little time with the people as you could get away with, I think. Yeah. Without, um, without yeah. hearing the actual part yeah. of the story, so they did. They did yeah. focus on that. I thought that was a good plus. A good. It's like the things that they put in it with. Re- they needed to put. They needed to put an incentive in the movie to get Kong to the center of the earth, so that Kong could discover his ancestors and his home and get the axe. And like, so that meant okay. How do we get Kong there? Okay, we'll talk about the. There's a power supply down there. We need to get in the hold of and then they added that weird gravity shift which killed an expedition which was bill skarsgård's brother's expedition or some shit like that so he's got a personal collection to go to this place and like but like i do like the fact that of all of like throughout from the very beginning of that movie i was like <clears throat> it does suffer from the old like drew will recognize this concept of like they punch for a bit and then they're mates concept yeah, yeah. of like which just what every suits thing versus thing story usually evolves into is like oh they fight for a bit and then something bigger comes along and then they're mates i was just wondering if either if you um know if it was mentioned in the film whether i must have missed it or not so godzilla fires his is uh his sexy breath straight into the center <laughs> of the planet right and he makes that tunnel yeah. going down to the bottom he's trying to kill kong whatever yeah which looks like it's 20 feet which is good shot might i add yeah. fucking good yeah. shot but yeah. Um, yeah, is is it mentioned that all that Kong and the other dude do they go through a portal in that, or do they just climb like two and a half thousand miles like think, straight up? I think Kong climb Kong climbs them. through the tunnel, and I think the ship, the little gravity invasion ship that they fly out, I think it goes through that fire breath like hole as well, because like when it comes out. It comes out after Kong, I think, and it has to do the invasion shift. Yeah, I, the, yeah. I, I get that. I didn't know whether they, there was a, supposed to be a portal, one of the super no, mega. No, it's just like it's literally, it? It, it literally looks like King um, Godzilla fire breaths a hole straight down to the Earth's core, which from like in the movie, the perspective of it literally looks like it's thirty feet deep, and yeah. it's like you could literally you could dig to the Earth's core in a week. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, that, that like, was a bit that got me. I was wondering about that. I didn't know whether I I'd, I'd missed something or no. I did. I did think about that when I was watching as well. Um, to go back from the very beginning of the movie, I was like, are they like when the podcaster was doing his weird podcasting because it starts on like this, um, conspiracy theorist podcaster guy breaking into this um research facility and he's like, oh, I'm gonna cut break the coat like. Uh, fucking open the tin of worms on this fucking conspiracy, blah 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 blah. And like it ends with this giant with Godzilla attacking this base, 
because and everyone's like, oh my god, Godzilla's turned on humanity. But like it, the the last shot focused on this like weird metal orb with a glowing eye. And the, from the minute that I saw that, I was like, oh, they're doing it. I was like, oh, they're fucking doing it. I was like, yeah. they're gonna do it. I was like, I took oh, before I was that. Like, what like as soon as they said apex cybernetics, I was there like, why are they on about cybernetics? Oh, right. So yeah, before yeah. you even saw that, I was kind of like, oh, I they're doing mecha. Okay, I wasn't cool. Probably was gonna go for it, and I was like. Is it just going to be Godzilla fights Godzilla and then like uh, King Kong fights Godzilla and then something? I knew something else was going to show up because they needed to do the fight for a bit and they're mates. But it was like I wasn't sure it was going to be Mecha Godzilla. But as soon as I saw the eye, I was like, oh "My God, they're doing Mecha Godzilla! How is like how is this going to work? Is this going to be a case of like the current Godzilla is smaller because it's like baby Godzilla and the one in twenty in King of the Monsters died or some shit and they recovered its body, or is it going to be like no, no, they've just built a Godzilla?" out of materials because why wouldn't you i guess and um i think they did a really interesting turn for this i should i need to put spoilers at the beginning of this movie but fuck it yeah we've already said mecha godzilla didn't it i think he was in the trailer spoilers for godzilla versus king kong up ahead don't spoil it i'm gonna put that in earlier yeah like fucking the whole fact that like Ghidorah's when they, when you they go into break into the facility, then the one where they built the Mecha Godzilla, and like you see it, and then they they discover that like the reason why this person's looking for this power supply is because they can't power the Mecha Godzilla without with conventional means. They need to find a better source of power, which is what the expedition's for, for in the bad side, like the yeah. evil. But um, they need to stream <clears throat> some power, as far as I remember. Yeah, like the little fucking. That the crab weird. wants to drill this little laser thing, analyze it, and went, this is what it is. And they went, fuck, that's it. And then immediately had the fucking power. Yeah. Like, what? yeah, then they fired up their Star Trek replicators yeah. and were able to just fucking like, fabricate it instantly. Yeah. So, yeah, imagine, yeah. imagine having that much tech and you use it for no reason <laughs> other than to just waste time. On I just, know. Oh. Like, um, the fact that they keyed in, like, how. Like, it did feel very Pacific Rim with the pilot, I will say. Like, I haven't seen Pacific Rim, but I know enough of it because of these two fucking idiots. Um, you haven't seen like, Pacific Rim? No, I can't. I told you, I can't watch it because you two fuckers have ruined that movie for me. Every time I go to sit down and go, I'm going to watch Pacific Rim, I'm like, oh, Drew and Dan, like, for fuck's sake. <laughs> and I just can't sit there because you two... Yeah, just, just shouting canceling the apocalypse at you. That at me. And, like, but, like, I like... I've seen enough of it to know the internet and how how well it is how well how well it is how good yeah it is. yeah it's, it's not you know yeah I mean? it's not breaking like, any um, new territory like the fact that the pilot aspect of it like when he gets into the mode his eyes kind of white over and stuff but like the fact they've keyed into a Ghidorah it is Ghidorah isn't it yeah yeah Ghidorah's head from yeah. King of the Monsters Ghidorah's skull to kind of like as a as a living computer like a living neural computer because Ghidorah can seemingly I think be alive and still kind of be semi. No, it's because it was they were it was uh, telepathic, is that right? Because the heads were so far apart. Yeah. yeah um, it could it. telepathically talk to one another. So they keyed into the fact that it could do that to try and plug um, a human into it, I think. Yeah. And as soon as, as yeah, because you needed something to kind of like translate the human element to the Godzilla element, I think, or something like that. And that's what yeah, they but used it for. Another thing that got me about that is it, it I don't know, I don't know whether I'm just thinking too much, and probably am, but it got into Mecha Godzilla and understood how to fire the missiles i don't know it's just stuff like that where i'm like how does how does Ghidorah know how to all of a sudden control this mech flawlessly yeah. well, i don't maybe know that's it's just... again, it, could have been, it could have been a case of like 
where like the like say with the telepathy it's a two-way street like when everyone was like oh we're just using this as a tool like that's definitely how it felt to me like they, they're using the Ghidorah skull as a tool but i i, I was as soon as i saw it i was like oh well that's going to be the new the mecha godzilla consciousness that like the Ghidorah consciousness is going to override the mecha godzilla and be the bad guy that's what i saw that come in a fucking mile away and when and i guess it would have learned how to control the godzilla through the human pilot and like yeah you know, that makes sense that kind of thing but um but like i couldn't tell you if that was explained in the movie because like for a lot of it i was just like what but um yeah like mechagodzilla it was fucking cool to see like him fight but to get into the actual like that's the human side of it you got millie bobby millie bobby brown's character you got <laughs> millie bobby bear fucking the guy the kid from deadpool 2 who was fucking brilliant i can't remember his fucking name but like he's in hunt from the wilder people as well yeah the new zealand yeah he's great in it as this weird little fucking tagalong guy but like and like guy in the chair i guess he's supposed to be like the hacker and he's like the way they solve the fucking mecha godzilla problem is dumb as fuck because he's like i can't it's guess so this password it's like i know it's like piss on the fucking machine or some shit whatever <laughs> but um but like to get into the actual monsters of it, which I'm sure everyone cares about, like Drew said earlier, they fight and it's very interesting to see them fight, but they just get scale completely wrong for something that they had so right in Skull Island. They move too fast. They they just have no weight to them. They're just like King Kong kind of wins and then loses because he gets a scratch on the chest and that apparently kills him. And it's like what the fuck is yeah, going on? Yeah, it's not so much the, the the way they move. I thought was fine. I mean, there's there's a big point. I'm I'm sure I've I've got a book here somewhere on um here it is on how they do um on yeah on on like movie scale and how they did a it's 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 like how they make uh, large scale special effects and how they make uh, monster movies, um, yeah. how they give them a sense of weight and uh, it's not that they would move slow when they're big. It's a visually I think it's something like this. I'll have to read it. Visually, uh, when something really small is moving really quickly, you've got uh, you've got like visual acuity on it. You can see it sort of whiz past, but you can't see it clearly. Whereas when something's yeah. big, you can still you can see everything in full view, just moving that distance. So it appears slower than it actually is, but it's still moving quite quick. Yeah. I don't know. There's a lot more to it than that. I I couldn't remember. Yeah. I'm not the guy with the book. Definitely. But it was yeah that wasn't so much the issue. It was the, it was the the scale um, and just the physics of things. And jumping yeah. on on boats and on buildings and stuff like that, like yeah, like it, there's only so much you can turn that part of your brain off. Yeah, only yeah, only like one minute Godzilla will tail smack a fucking uh, skyscraper to bits, and then the next minute he's throwing Kong into another one, and it's like a fucking turnbuckle of a of a wrestling ring. It's like, but oh, and it just yeah. doesn't. But it's like what, well, and like you said earlier, like I had literally no idea they evacuated hong kong in 15 minutes like i literally it's, it's, it's not kong. 15 minutes yeah, like, was i was going through that whole i was going through that whole battle thinking like oh they've just murdered millions and millions and millions of people but like it makes me real like when you said that it makes me think of um go off on a tangent have any, any of you played jurassic world evolution yeah only only briefly like, yeah it's like this theme park and um, jurassic park theme park builder thing yeah, and yeah. It, has, it has these escape in it and it's like when a, when a dinosaur inevitably escapes because that's one of the challenges of like people will sabotage things because reasons it's a bit of a dumb game but i have fun with it like 
you can press an alarm and all the people in the parks will go to the nearest bunker. And I totally must have just fucking missed that in the movie because like I had no idea that's what happened. I was just like, I I'm sure it is. And then I remember seeing Godzilla just tear a fucking skyscraper to pieces. I was like, oh, I guess these people are dead now. Cool. I'm sure that's what happens. It doesn't. It doesn't say like in 15 minutes. It's just. It's one of those where they they would take passingly say, yeah, they passingly say, uh, we've got to evacuate the city. And the next thing, sort of evacuate. Yeah, that's yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Like an air raid siren. And then it's it's Um, it's empty. Um, But like, I don't know. I think. It wasn't all. It wasn't a bad film. Like I. No, no, it was fine. It was. It was fine, like, wasn't it? It was a movie. For, like the whole Lionsgate like set of movies. I'd happily, if I was in a mood for some monster movies, I'd definitely watch them all again. I might skip 2014 because you don't really need to watch it. I guess, but um, it definitely does what I think films have been lacking. And it, as much as I could tear it apart, I just do it for the sake of it, really. Um, yeah. It's, I mean, you could tear it. You could literally tear it. Yeah, ex- exactly. Except, one. Uh, except one or two, which I won't talk about because <laughs> um, I don't want you to tear them apart. <laughs> um, oh, what's uh, that? Drew? It does. It, it does a. It, the uh, MonsterVerse does a really good job of just making it feel. You remember when films were on at the cinema? They weren't as critically looked at as they are now because you've got everyone on YouTube sort of tearing it apart and every podcast yeah. going, "Well, I thought it was about this. Well, you missed this. Well, I know about it more." Is they're just they are just big sort of fucking monster movies and physics and yeah. all the CGI and scale aside, it's it fucking really cool to see like these huge AAA like action movies that have Definitely. sort of just really gone. You know what? If we've got Godzilla in it, why can't this dude be from space? You know, what? fuck it. Uh, we're gonna drill down to the fucking bottom, like to the to the middle of the earth. There's there's gonna be no sun, but there's daylight. Fuck it. Who cares? And I like I like that. I sort of put that part of me aside that goes. It's bollocks, but you know what? I fucking I I love I do love a monster movie, and I fucking I love seeing just a big a big fucking monster mash. And I mean, you, you, that's all it is really. They took they put humans in it as little as possible so that you didn't have that Aaron Taylor Johnson sort of cry wanking yeah. over his wife or whatever. <laughs> what the fuck? I remember that film very differently. <laughs> no, it was oh, definitely God. I remember Coxzilla. I'm sure of it. It was really good. Yeah. Moving on. What were you going to say, Dan? <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. With I think with that Hollow Earth thing, I do like that concept because I, I liked it in King of the Monsters where they like in all but name they found Atlantis. That's what I could kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. From yeah. It. Um, so I liked that, and then I liked, they sort of led into it. But I don't know why. I mean, I mean, again, there's no point in trying to make sense of shit like this. But if they've got to go through some sort of weird sort of gravimetric sheer. Why not just make it kind of like a portal to another dimension, like yeah, to another think, planet? Yeah, you know I mean that's because that that kind of works. Because then at least you know the planet's still got some structural integrity. And yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I think it, it was. I was sort of like, you could do some weird fucking spacey wacy shit, and that could also go and explain King Ghidorah's presence. And why he was maybe drawn there, or how he got there, because it's literally another planet where all these fucking fantastical creatures uh, exist. But like I say, I, I didn't bump into that. I was just sort of like, this is just fucking fun. It's yeah, it was, it was just a really enjoyable film. I think we'll definitely. I think the thing is, I think Hollywood, like they don't think people are ready for interdimensional kind of like talk. I think when like it's it's coming up more often, 
but I think when like Marvel breaks the seal on like cross-dimensional stuff and makes it blockbuster and generic and like things like that, like with the multiverse. And Doctor Strange yeah. too. Yeah, I think when they break the seal yeah. on that, the Hollywood execs would be like, "Oh, people understand what interdimensional fucking travel is and like separate like entities and like." like split like stuff that splits off and things like that and like different planets and it'll become less sci-fi and more mainstream and like that's i, I think... yeah i both agree and disagree i, th- I think it'd be really yeah 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 i, I yeah, oh, yeah yeah right down the middle right down usual. the fucking middle take it down the fucking middle <laughs> right get off the fucking fence bro. <laughs> i don't want to upset anyone have an opinion for once <laughs> okay fine ハッピーボールとハブアピニオンメイオーゴーオーゴーオーゴーオーゴーオーゴーオーゴーオーゴーオーゴーオーゴーオーゴーオーゴーオーゴーオーゴーオーゴーオーゴーオーゴーオー
Yeah, it's not. Um, they did say it wasn't six one six to yeah. me. Um, but like once that kind of comes out and like multiverse of madness hits and everyone's like, oh, multiverses, that's a cool concept. And everyone in the sci-fi genres like, yeah, we've been saying it for twenty five fucking thirty years. <laughs> it's a great concept. Um, it, we'll see more stuff like that. But Dan, you're definitely they started it with Into the Spider Verse, didn't they? Yeah, de- yeah, that's and that yeah. yeah, people understood it. You know, what I mean, it'll definitely become more popular because like like you say things trend and once whatever the new trend is everyone's like oh we've got to cash in on that and they'll in like stick it in all their movies yeah the Holloway theory is great in concept but like like again you just have to kind of like ignore the fact that godzilla again blew a hole in through fucking several thousand feet of earth crust to right to gain to King Kong's face, and they could look at each other and see each other and go, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck, I forgot that. Yeah. Fuck. The fact they could see each other was a bit daft. You gotta move past things like one minute Godzilla's a bit taller or a bit smaller. You gotta move, like, it could, in, in the vein of it just being a fucking movie where these giant creatures who everyone knows who they are, everyone knows who Godzilla is, everyone kind of knows who King Kong is, like, their names. Just to see them punch each other in the face for a bit, and the fact they just went fuck it, let's put Mecha Godzilla in was like ridiculous concept, like pretty quickly. Is like that's neat, man. And like hit, like I will say, when King Kong is like tearing fucking Mecha Godzilla to bits, that looked fucking cool. Like that was really fucking cool. Yeah, you know, I will. Yeah, just, I like that. Yeah, it it did look cool, and it is it is exactly true. Uh, but I'm of that. I've just got to that point, I think, seeing so much of this stuff because it's not new anymore. And you, you've seen, we've seen these, these things tear cities apart. And not just this, I mean, in general. But I really would love to just see, um, and it's not a big thing. It's not going to fucking change the world or anything. It's not going to change cinema either. But I'd love to see a film which just absolutely stuck to its own rules. So if things are changing in scale, fine. Who cares? No one's died. But I mean, just work at it hard enough that they're not like make these things as believable as possible in the in the grounds that you are setting that thing in so don't have it change and go it's okay because it's a monster movie people want to see it just go right this is what we've got this is how we're going to work it the ocean isn't five feet deep and interchangeable every two seconds so we're going to have to work this and go a different angle we're going to go here and i think they're the things that I'd, i'd really love to see like uh uh, a producer, yeah, and, you've... Uh, a director, and everyone just get on board and go. We have, we have to do this and make it fucking airtight within the universe we're creating for it, and not not wank it into dust somewhere else. You've brought this up before in conversations. Are just like you, you've got a ve- like you're very like hyper specific. I think is how I kind of put it. Like you haven't got you've got a high. I'd say you've got a high bar as well, but like with reason. You know, you, like you say, you you watch fucking movies constantly so like you just don't want to see the same thing over and over again and like i don't particularly care as long as it's fun i'm fine with it but um i think that's why you like pacific rim more more like so much is because guillermo del toro does kind of like fixate a lot on those kind of like details and like specificness and yeah like you said one minute the gypsy dangers like waist deep in the middle of the fucking ocean but like like they, they he also does things like sh- shoot scenes where like they're fighting in the middle of a city and they practically shoot a fist coming through a building and it's like that's that really that that shot alone sells scale 
working perfectly. Like, it does. It's it's not so much that. It's not been hyper specific. I do. I think you're right. I do love. I do love. Um, enjoy watching these movies. But these are these are just things on a, on a personal level. Like you, there's no. It's not chalk and cheese. Fucking Godzilla and Pacific Rim. They're pretty much the same thing. Yeah. It too. For for all intents and purposes, um, they're just big things battling big things in seas. Like they look cool, but it's it's how how things sort of stack up, like contrivances that really bother me and get under my skin. Like the soppy song over the intro of something horrific, and then we've got kid talks to mad ape, and then kid is only one who can save mad ape, and then the big scene in rain on ship and sea <laughs> where kid holds holds finger and has some human to god analogy and i'm like just just we we get it but the easiest thing to do like is just not have these things think of a way around them so these annoying but then again it's we're older than the the demographic who's supposed to see these movies so they're 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 seeing these things come up and they're tropes that have always been done so i think we've just got that liking films to that degree on on our side we've been doing it that long watching these things that long that you you just pick up on these things and you end up hating them and then i end up hating them you've got people like you who sort of you're happy to just go you know what fuck it a movie's a movie's a movie no no one no one was hurt hopefully yeah i mean you got the crow that was that was pretty bad yeah um good movie though (laughs) (laughs) but then and then um you've got dan who's who's much more he's got a, a a critical eye but with that side of him, which goes, but I want to enjoy this movie. Like, yeah. So he, so, he you've yeah, got yeah. that. Yeah. So it's, it's that it's just a, a difference, but hyper specific. Yeah. In terms of things that I love, like I like some fucking garbage, but yeah, it's <laughs> my, my favorite movies that are <laughs> hyper specific and they're, they're a bit odd and they're not odd because you know, fucking, you've got to be quirky. That is no, it's like, it's because of those. The, yeah. It's why, it's why you like yeah, Fincher. Yeah. And like, I, I say, fucking um, love David fucking Fincher. Rid, like Rid, Ridley Scott and James Cameron. They're both kind of the same way. We're like, when they build a world, they build a world and everything like alien works so well because like, it is like nothing breaks in that world. That world exists and you believe it exists. And they, abide by their own rules and their own laws and everything works so well and aliens kind of kind of goes well we'll take this away because i want it to be a bit more actiony but whatever um so that was a really fucking about discussion about that uh good movie just a movie bad movie dan yeah it's a good movie i enjoyed it i'd watch it again and it was just it was just the right sort of length as well like 150 sorry yeah just under two hours i think if you'd have pushed it much past that and tried to sort of pad it out with more human stuff it, it, you know, it would it wouldn't have worked so yeah. well. It was just about the right sort of thing for it to sort of test my patience, even though they just turned the they just literally lifted the Michael Bay Transformers uh, <laughs> human characters and transplanted them into this yeah. one. Fuck yeah, yeah they like, really they really did. Didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, yeah. Da- uh, Drew, good movie, just a movie, bad movie. Um, I see, I'm torn. I'd probably go with Dan and say good movie. I for what it was. I really, I really enjoyed just seeing. I, I love Godzilla. I love the design of this, this, uh, this much more westernized Godzilla. I think it's, it just sticks a landing with that. And because I love watching Godzilla do Godzilla shit, uh, it's got to be, it's got to be good. Cool. Say it's a good movie. Happy days. I would also say good movie. Definitely worth a watch. Uh, just tune in to see big monsters, big monsters fight each other. 
in ways that are fun really that's a really shitty way of doing it but like <laughs> good yeah, i'm, I'm just... really glad you <laughs> was was the axe that uh kong used was that like one of godzilla's scales yeah it was one, right of the, yeah. one of that, the yeah yeah that's why it could absorb, i like shit like that it could absorb this like yeah plasma that's what that was really cool no it's really cool like definitely watch it again i probably won't watch it again for like a year or so or something like that because like you know it depends on what what they make of whatever sequel they might like, run through from king of the monsters and skull island in this but um, yeah, give it give it a go. If you haven't seen it and you've listened to this, what are you doing? <laughs> but um, yeah, it's. I mean, there's not really much to spoil, I guess, besides Mecha Godzilla. But I mean, anyone with a fucking sense would have seen that coming a mile away. Um, cool. So I guess that's the show. I think we can just say um, I don't know what we're gonna do next week. I haven't really looked into it. So mystery episode. Because um, Mortal Kombat's think... been pushed back by a week. So all right. Yeah. Is that is that a week on HBO Max? Is that what they did? Because I or does it still release in cinemas in Australia when it's supposed to? But it's coming out on HBO Max later. Look, I'd have to look into it because, like, I know it's been. I, know, I, I remember back reading by, that they, by a week. Yeah, they delayed it for the HBO Max. I think they were looking to get more of a um, a return from yeah, from theatre sales, which is April which twenty is, April twenty third. That comes out on HBO God, Max. God, that's fucking is, annoying. Fucking ages away. That is fright. Yeah, that's like three weeks away. So I don't know what we'll do uh, tomorrow. We, we might talk. We might talk something like favorite horror movies, or we might talk. Um, I don't have any. That'll be a short conversation. Wow. Then. Or would it wow, be? Wow, that was a horror fan. That was straight <laughs> up just. They suck. We Fucking might talk, hate horror. No, I'm a pussy. That's what it is. All oh, right. Yeah. I mean, I am as well. I like very specific type of horror, Drew. Than Drew. Yeah. But um, I mean, it could be a good conversation. We could we could get into it, whatever. But um. We could we could be talking video games. We could be talk whatever. We'll we'll figure it out. And mystery episode next week. You'll just have to tune in to find out. But uh, let's that's been pork. Uh, let's pork. I don't want to do that, Drew. Let's, let's, no, let's uh, let's talk. Uh, I don't know. We'll uh, we'll. I think we should go back and you know, just find something. You know, like a, a true lies or a oh Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Just that fucking a classic. We could do action like top five act like like blockbuster action movies. What about that? Yeah, I'd go for top three and then see how the, the time works and do for a top we five. We could do top top five. We could definitely do top five. That'll be a good clean hour and a half. Yeah. All right, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's do that. So I think that would be good. Okay, I'll do this again. <clears throat> so that was the uh should I do bother? No, nah, I'm, I'm just going to leave it in. So that's what we're doing next week. Uh, <laughs> we're going to do top five, like, 80s, 90s, I guess you'd probably say, action movies that we grew up with. So look forward top to five that. 1940s action movies. <laughs> ah, I'm going to shoot you now, see? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, if if Sweet. something if if I've if I've not realised something big's coming out next week and it does, I'll we might change it, but we who knows? This is a bad report. I've been Ian. I've been Dan. And I've been Joe. <laughs> and we will see you. We will see you all next week. Goodbye.
Bye.